The epistle to be read today for the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost is taken from St. Paul's Epistle to Philippians, chapter 3. Brethren, be followers of me and observe them who walk so as you have our model. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you weeping that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who mind earthly things. But our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, who will reform the body of our loneliness, made like unto the body of his glory, according to the operation, whereby also he is able to subdue all things unto himself. Therefore, my dearly beloved brethren, and most desired, my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beg of Avodia and I beseech Syntyche to be of one mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, my sincere companion, help those women who have labored with me in the gospel, with Clement and the rest of my fellow laborers, whose names are, are in the book of life, in the holy gospel. It's taken from the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 9. At that time, Jesus was speaking to the multitudes. Behold, a certain ruler came up and adored him, saying, Lord, my daughter is is now even dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus, rising up, followed him with his disciples. Behold, a woman who was troubled with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I shall touch only his garment, I shall be healed. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Be of good heart, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And Jesus was come into the house of the ruler, and saw the minstrels and multitude making a rout. And he said, Give place, for the girl is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. And when the multitude was put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and and the maid arose. And the fame hereof went abroad into all that country. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. For many walk whose end is destruction, whose, be- whose God is their belly, and who mind earthly things. But our conversation is in heaven. These words are taken from the epistle of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, the church reminds us on All Souls Day, November 2nd, and throughout this month, to pray for the dead. Holy Mother, the church promises many special graces during this month when we pray and do acts of penances for the poor souls of purgatory. Of course, we should pray for them often, not just during the month of November. But the church reminds us, especially during this month, the importance of praying for the poor souls. And she especially reminds us to pray for those, those souls who are forgotten and who have no one to pray for them. And so it is important for us to pray for the souls of purgatory because the poor souls need our help. And God wants these souls in purgatory to enter heaven as soon as possible so that they can be with them. Now, during this month, we pray and sacrifice for the poor souls. We should also think about our own death. We should remember why we are here on earth. So many people in the world 
have no, no idea about life or why we are here. But if you ask the students in our schools or catechism classes, they could or should be able to tell you the purpose of life. Why did God make you? God made us to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this world so that we will be happy with him forever in the next. And so as we pray and make sacrifices for the souls of the faithfully departed and help them get to heaven, we ought to remember why we were made. We were made for heaven and not for this world. And so this is not some morbid or depressing thought. In fact, it is the complete, complete opposite. For you see, by remembering that we are made for heaven, then we can bear the crosses and trials of life that everyone has. We can make, give them a purpose, and make sense of the crosses and trials of life. And it will give us a better attitude for these things and even be able to accept them with joy. All too often, we get caught up with the many problems in life and we forget why we are really here that this life is a short journey. Life will only last a short time, and then we will enter our eternal home in heaven, where we will be eternally happy with God. That is our goal, and where we all ought to be striving for. We are here only to grow in our love and knowledge of God, so that we can serve Him better, and then get to heaven to be happy with him forever. As St. Paul warns in today's epistle, those enemies of the cross who mind earthly things. But he says, our conversation is in heaven, always looking to our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Now some of you may have heard of the famous Rothschild family. They were one of the wealthiest people in the world. So much so that the Rothschild Mansion in London has become a point of tourist interest. Their house has become a museum that people go to visit, the house of this wealthy family. And as you go through this grand place, you would be sure to notice that one of the rooms is left unfinished. Some people thought it strange that the richest man in the world could be so careless to leave the room incomplete. However, there's an explanation which is much more meaningful. It is simple yet very suggestive. You see, the Lord Rothschild was an Orthodox Jew. And according to this Jewish tradition, the home of every pious Jew must have some part left unfinished. The Jews had this tradition to remind those who lived or even saw it that those who dwell therein are just a pilgrim there and a stranger to earth. And so as a constant reminder to everyone who saw it that they are just a traveler here on earth. That incomplete room would speak, as it were, to those who pass by. It would tell those seeking wealth and fame and power Really, this is not the home of Lord Rothschild. He is a traveler to eternity. Thus, every unfinished Hebrew home 
was a constant reminder that the resident was merely a traveler on earth. And of the same fact, we are reminded during this month of November, which is dedicated to the poor souls, we are reminded of our own death, that the one thing that really matters is that we save our souls. It is the one thing that should really concern, be concerned about, that we should prepare ourselves for that day when death comes to each of us. As St. Paul says in today's epistle, Be ye followers of me, brethren, and observe them who walk before us. That is, follow the example of the saints and our Lord Jesus Christ, those who walk before us. And mind the things that are above, the spiritual things. For our conversation is in heaven, St. Paul says. And we are not to mind earthly things that will only bring us destruction and the loss of our souls. And so, my dear faithful, we should remember and prepare ourselves for that day. As the Catechism of the Baltimore Catechism teaches us, we must strive to grow each day in the love and knowledge of God so that we can serve Him by obeying the commandments and practicing virtue each day by being patient and kind with your family and your fellow co-workers. Also striving to receive the sacraments more frequently and devoutly. That means to make the necessary sacrifices to assist at an extra Mass during the week. And especially to say your daily prayers, and especially the rosary. These are the things that really matter. These are the things that should concern us. Practicing your faith, fulfilling the duties of your state in life, and accepting those present circumstances of life that present to you. That is providing for your families and raising them in the knowledge, love of God, and teaching them to serve Him. We ought to realize that the trials and crosses that come your way in life, all of life's difficulties and sorrows, even the joys and the successes here on earth are just means you have to help you reach your journey's end, that is, to get to heaven. And this is God's will for you, and it is as simple as that. And so as you pray and sacrifice for the poor souls of purgatory this month, during the month of November, do not forget your own end. As sacred scripture says, remember thy last end, and thou shalt never sin. Prepare yourself now for that dreaded day that is coming for each one of us. And how you live now will determine if it will be a time of joyful expectation, a day when you await the coming of your Lord and Savior, when he will lead you to eternal happiness, or if it will be a day of dread and fearful expectation when your judge will come to ask you to give an account of how you have loved and served him in this world. Remember that Jewish tradition of the home left unfinished, to remind those who, who live there they are just a pilgrim, they are a stranger here on earth. Or when some trial or problem of life comes to you, remember that you are just a traveler here on earth striving and longing 
to get to your true home in heaven, and that this life is passing, and soon it will quickly come to an end. And so I pray each day then that our Blessed Mother and our Divine Savior will watch over you and protect you and your family. Thank them and think of all that they have done for you. Our Lord and Our Lady gave their entire lives for you, and now they only desire to join you in heaven. And so they will not now nor ever abandon you. And so as we will pray in the post-communion for the Mass of today, our Lord says, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. You shall call upon me and I will hear you, and I will bring you out of life's captivity. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.